Hi there and welcome to the Mind Life Podcast for Episode 2. Firstly, a massive thank you to anyone who tuned in for Episode 1 with Aaron Alice Kerr. If you haven't listened already, then feel free to head over to iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, it's available on all platforms and we'd really love you to have a listen. Now, if you could drop us a positive review as well, that would be really helpful. And uh, please make sure you follow us on the socials as well. We're, of course, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So moving on to our guest for episode two, we're having a chat with Sandra Lamb. Now, Sandra is the managing director and founder of FIFO Focus, a registered organizational psychologist and organizational development professional. Sandra has over two decades of industry experience in the public and private sectors in Australia and overseas. Throughout her career, Sandra has developed expertise in improving organisational performance, born from a desire to make workplaces safer, more welcoming and more enjoyable. She's worked in remote locations including East Timor, Cambodia and the Pacific Islands and now her focus is with FIFO Focus in WA. Sandra's qualifications include a Master's in Organisational Psychology and an MBA, so she's a smart, smart cookie. She's also registered with the Australian Health Practitioner Regulation Agency, Australian Psychological Society, and the College of Organisational Psychologists. Sandra's goal in establishing FIFO Focus was to empower individuals to become mentally resilient and support employers to manage the complexities of psychological health among remote workers. Sandra's a wonderful human, and I'm stoked to have her on Mind Life Podcast for episode two. Let's do this. Sandra Lamb, thank you very much for joining us today. Oh, thanks, Robbie. How are you? <laughs> I'm going really well, thank you. Uh, it's interesting times, obviously. Um, you know what? We're all getting used to this new way of living life. I'm working from home a lot, which I've actually really enjoyed. Um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that or not, but I have. It's been nice to recharge the batteries. But I know everybody in different ways is adjusting, so it's kind of... <laughs> cool for a while to have a new way of life how are you managing things yeah we are all sort of trying to find this new normal for now i always want to reiterate that because i think that's one of the big stresses for a lot of people having to adjust and thinking it's the next forever but it's not um so i always think of this as the transition period before between the previous normal and the new normal and this is the time for us to find out what works and what doesn't work for our life moving forward that's the way i like i look at it but we've been pretty busy um with adjustment as well so it can't be a bad thing a bit of background uh i know you through the old radio network red fm where you used to do a uh, fifo focus segment of for the fifo life show and um, yes. I just thought you'd be amazing to chat to because obviously a lot of FIFO workers and mining workers and their families in general at the moment are facing this new way of life where it's longer shifts and it's just a different way of living. So you're the perfect person to speak about mental health because as we knew before, it was such an important sort of issue that we were facing in the mining industry. And now it's kind of gone to a new level, hasn't it? It totally has. It's um, one of the issues that most FIFO workers experience was isolation and loneliness. So what COVID has done is really dialed that right up because of the whole social distancing thing, the longer rosters, meaning they're not able to see their friends or the families. And many of them are really sort of stuck in their donga, their four walls, because they're not even allowed to go to the gym. They can't go to the wet nest. It's not, you know, not allowed. Um, even 
eating, eating. They don't sit in the dining room anymore because most of them aren't allowed to do that either. They're eating out of plastic containers just to minimise contamination. So a lot of that restrictions have really forced that isolation to be worse than it was before. Yeah, it becomes quite a lonely life all of a sudden, doesn't it? If you're working a 12-hour shift or maybe a couple more even, going back to your yeah. donga, eating as you said, and then what do you do? Just sit in your room, watch Netflix, maybe do a... Uh, FaceTime or something like that. It's uh, yeah, and I think that's it's that, that FaceTime is <laughs> is for those who are lucky enough to have an internet connection. Because remember, some of these mine sites are really remote as well, and a lot of them don't even have good internet, so they don't even have that luxury. So we have to be careful about <laughs> what's available to our people. Yeah, and with this whole new uh, way way of life that we are facing. I mean, how is it affecting your business? Because a big part of what you do at FIFO Focus is working with FIFO workers and their families mm. as well to sort of um, help them face these mental health issues. You must be seeing uh, a lot of work coming your way at the moment. Yeah, we're doing a lot of... We know that if, if people are stressed out, they're going to call the Employee Assistance Program and, and counselling is really, really good. But we also know that a lot of FIFO workers are blokes who don't really want to talk to anyone they've never met before, which is why we really enjoyed going up on site because they knew they had a face to a name and they're more likely to reach out a bit later on. However, having said that, a lot of companies are um, engaging our services to do virtual check-ins. Um, so calling people up or running webinars and we run some free sessions for FIFO partners as well yep. on the weekends just to have them check in as well because we often forget that there's another half to this whole FIFO relationship mm. we focus a lot on the FIFO workers and rightly so but there's also the parent who is at home who now has to homeschool and don't have any support mechanisms that they can access because of this whole COVID thing so their anxiety stress and overwhelm is skyrocketing as well so that's why we've decided just to run some sessions on the weekend for free, just to have them check in and we just see what we can offer in terms of services and information. Yeah, that's really great. I mean, it is an interesting thought as well uh, with these check-in sessions you do. Do you literally have a room full of people who are working in the mining <laughs> industry just kind of looking at you on the TV as you sit in or is it one-on-one -on -one stuff? Or how does all that work? Yeah, look, a bit of both. Um, we, we actually, <laughs> we use Zoom. So you just have people calling in randomly just whenever they're ready because we don't want to make this a mandatory thing. It's really, yeah. if you want to check in when you're ready to talk, right? But sometimes people just want to see what's going on. They just, they might not say much, but it just opens it up for a situation where they do want to say something. Um, so it's, it's actually been really great because yeah. there's no, it's free flow. It's like, I want to say something. So I'm just going to say it and creating that safe space for people to talk. I think it's really important. Um, because at the moment, a lot of people are really fearful about COVID itself. I don't, they don't want to get sick. They don't want their parents to get sick. They don't want their kids to get sick. Then they're overwhelmed about the work because a lot of them have to deal with this anxiety and also the pressure of delivering at work as sure. well. So that's really stressful for them. Um, and then not having a whole heap of things that they used to have access to as well. So just creating a safe space for people to go, oh, my God, I'm really stressing out. And it's really good to know that I'm not the only one because everyone feels better when they know that they're not the only one. That's, so so that's what that stuff is good for. And Zoom must be a revelation for you then. You can sort of have these chats and obviously with yourself, you can't go up to site at the moment, which for you is one of the main parts of your job. How much uh, time do you reckon you've spent on Zoom over the last two months? 
I have to admit, I'm sitting, um, I'm sitting on my butt way more than I'd like to be. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I've, I've always loved technology. Um, so I've actually used Zoom before because I was part of this Rotary Club where we actually did e-stuff, like we had e-meetings. So I'm, I'm actually quite good with Zoom. And what I love about it is the technology allowing me to do break, breakout rooms. So I actually do training on Zoom as well, not just this virtual check-in, which is free flow. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of one of those people that love technology. So I'm totally okay with it. But, you know, I'd much prefer to see people face-to-face. Um, I, I know sitting down eight, 10, whatever hours a day is not good for you. Mm. Um, and also there's all this research, and I totally agree that when you're doing things on computer, it actually drains you a heck of a lot more than yeah. doing face-to-face. Because you know, Robert, when you walk into a room, you can feel the vibe, the energy, but you can't do that when you're on a computer. So you have to pay attention to all the faces there and try to read them. Yeah. Um, and people are also, I, I'm, I'm not one of those people, but maybe, you know, look at yourself to see whether your hair's right, your room's okay, whether there's anything in the background that shouldn't be, <laughs> exactly, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. shouldn't be seen. <laughs> so there's all of this stuff that we now have to think about that we wouldn't have to do if we were just in a room, you know? So it's it's overstimulating for us i'm working from home as well and yeah. one of the things that i've noticed is when you're sort of in your lounge room all day like you may be speaking to people on the phone here and there you get to a point where you get quite comfortable not seeing people so it's kind of um a big deal when you get on a zoom call and all of a sudden there's 10 faces looking at you it's like another form of public speaking in a way isn't it hundred percent because I know you're an introvert and I'm most definitely an introvert as well and I yeah I have a little bit of a stage fright <laughs> because it is you're you, they're actually in your space now um everyone's in your space whereas yeah. at your work you're all you're just all in a, a neutral space so that's really kind of oh are people going to judge me human beings have these weird thoughts that really sometimes it's not really helpful for us so yes I <laughs> I think it's gonna take some readjusting going forward do you think you'll do a lot more of your work on zoom or is it always going to be that face-to-face uh part of your work which is better yeah what i love about what's happening because we do have to look for silver linings in situations like this is it does allow more flexibility in future so and that is really cost effective for a lot of companies as well so ideally yes we should be able to do things face to face but in the event that we can't we now have a a more cost-effective version of being able to do things online. Um, and people are okay to, for that now because people have seen it in operation. So, yeah, so I, I think just gives us more choice in the future, which can't be that thing, really. Are you surprised at the fact that you're not on site at the moment? Because I would have almost thought that services like FIFO Focus would be an essential service. Um, yes, but I think they're just trying to minimise the number of people going in and out of site. Um, so... Yes, because people still do have access to call in. Yeah, I, I can't really comment on that. I would love to be on site, but yeah. sometimes the mining companies have to prioritise where they spend their efforts in terms of minimising exposure. So, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that's I want to go on site. Whoever's listening, send me back up there. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had some mates who have made some really great videos. There's one guy, Aaron, for example, who's really into his exercise and his swimming and all that sort of stuff. And he's been making exercise videos, which he's then put onto um, Instagram for his fellow workers to kind of follow in their room and stuff. So from that perspective, it has been really great to see people helping each other out, I suppose. 
Mm, definitely. People are getting really yeah. creative. Absolutely. I think a lot of the, the, um, the fitness industry has really had to pivot really fast yeah. um, going to this whole online piece. I, I do Pilates and reformer and things like that. And I saw them move from, oh my goodness, what are we going to do to now this full suite of stuff that you can do on, um, yeah, online now, which is fantastic. I, I must admit, I don't work as hard when I'm doing it online because I don't have the instructor going, Sandra, you should be doing this. So, you know, there's that, but at least I'm doing something, right? It's better than nothing. And we all know physical health is really important when you're trying to improve your mental health as well. So they want you exactly. to get on that. Exactly. I get one of the main things that I wanted to ask you today was um, when it comes to mental health, um, when people are actually facing problems or they're just thinking they need to stay on top of, uh, any thoughts I've gotten all that sort of business what's the best or what tips would you give people who are living on site at the moment to stay in a happy place yeah uh, the tips I would have firstly is realizing this is a transition period so yeah. this is not a forever thing that the biggest stress occurs when we are thrown into a scenario that we have we're not familiar with which is what everyone's feeling and um, our, our old brain kicks in and we have this fight or flight response which is all about survival and that can be really stressful if it's sustained for a longer period of time so what we need to tell, tell ourselves is this is only temporary we're only dealing with this for a temporary reason so for those who are going on site who are now on extremely long rosters, what's probably going through the head is, I can't, I can't deal with this forever. Mm. And they're right. Many people can't deal with this forever. So this is a case of not forever. This is just for now. And I think that's the really key thing to remember in this situation. It's not forever. It's just for now. And then I would be thinking about your thought patterns. Because when you're in this sort of fear mode, you think about all the worst case scenarios because that's our brain is wired for war more than it is for love, unfortunately, because that's the survival piece. So we have to think about, okay, our brains are going to be looking for all the bad stuff, but there's actually a lot of good stuff that's happened as well. So we need to be looking for that. Yes, yeah. you're on site for a longer period of time. Maybe there's things that you can focus on that, I don't know, your tax return or I don't know, whatever it is that, because now you're up there, you can actually be more productive. I don't, I don't know. There's, yeah. Everyone's really, really different. So thinking about that. Um, really focusing on stuff that you can control. I know a lot of people are absorbing information like a sponge, but it's stressing them out because most of that stuff you can't control. You can't control the spread of coronavirus outside your own little bubble to use yeah. New Zealand Prime Minister's term. Um, and you can't control what's going to happen with what other people do, right? So what can you control? And that's all you can think you should be thinking about. And, and minimising exposure to too much information as well, because that's not good for our brain. I know I have switched off all my live feeds to with all the news. I do not want to hear it anymore. I'll check in once a, a day or once every second day, and that's all I need. Um, what else have I got? Yeah, so um, realising it's not forever... Um, really focusing on things that you can control. And I would do breathing exercises. I think that sort of grounds a lot of us. So oh, yeah. we don't breathe properly when we are stressed out. We breathe fast and shallow. So yeah. really slowing it down. If you're a meditator, good do meditation and mindfulness. Just focus on slowing down your breathing. Um, we've talked at numerous times about this 426 breathing, which is four counts in, two counts hold, six counts out. So what you're trying to do is breathe out more than you breathe in. And that actually rebalances your, your, your gas system, you know. So doing stuff like that and talking to people. You don't have to be, you don't have to be 
that close to talk to people, just pick up the phone or yell across two meters is not that far. Just, just stay connected. <laughs> I think it's really, I think it's a really great thing, Robbie. Yeah, some yell of those things. The dog a wall. Yeah, you can do all of those sorts of things. And, and, and again, you know, some exercise, we always talk about just some level of exercise, 30 to four minutes, 40 minutes walking, socially yeah. distanced, of course. Yeah. Um, but so, for some things like that, that really gets your adrenaline going. It's, it's really useful. So you mentioned the breathing. That's What did you say it was? Four in, six out. Four, four two, six. So it's four counts in, yeah. two uh, counts hold, six counts out. And you do a few rounds of that. You get a little bit dizzy. Yeah. But it actually does rebalance your, your gas um, imbalances. That sounds, you know, you know what I mean? That my words are disappearing <laughs> to, out of my mouth today. We all have that too. Um, mm. But yeah, four, two, six breathing is what we recommend. And if you don't, if that's just too much, just do four in, four hold, four out, four in, four hold, four out. That's, that's called the box breathing. Yeah. And no, what about the families at home? at this time when they're missing their other half or their dad or yeah. whatever it might be. Routine. What do you recommend for them? Absolute routine. For them, same sort of thing. This is not forever. This is just for now. So yeah. instead of saying, I don't know when dad's back, and that's true, they don't know when dad's back. So mm. we can focus on, for this week, we are pretty certain dad's not going to be back, so what are we going to focus on this week? Yeah. Um, and creating a routine. I think what throws people out is their routine shot. So we need to create one for the transition period. Yeah. So I'm just still going to wake up. I'm still going to brush my teeth. I'm still going to eat breakfast. Um, I might still go and grab a coffee to support the local business, whatever it is, just set that routine in place. Um, your nighttime routine is really critical as well. Most mm. people are getting on the social media more at nighttime. So that's actually impacting on their sleep. So be aware of that sort of stuff. Um, but a, a good routine where, yes, I know the parents at home have to juggle a whole heap more because who they didn't put up for um, wanting to be a parent and a teacher at the same time. So that's really frightening yeah. for a lot of them. So self-compassion, I think it's really critical. Don't be so hard on yourself. You're doing the best you can. Everyone is learning in the yeah. current situation. So don't think no one is an expert. So seek help, get a routine in place, set some me time in there looking after yourself as well. Don't forget that. Um, and also, I, I would do the breathing with them and some exercise as well. You know, take the kids out for a run around the park. Um, you can because they're your bubble. <laughs> so doing sort of those standards sort of things um, for positive mental well-being. Yeah, cool. And I guess FaceTime's a revelation as well. And even if you don't have the internet connection, like you were saying before, I guess you could uh, do little videos on your phone and send them to the kids as well, just so they know. Yeah. Pictures, nice. fantastic. There's pictures, um, videos. Um, I know that keep, keeping in touch with grand, grandma, grandpa, playing, oh, you can play card games online. Yeah. So you can do stuff like that. You, you FaceTime your grandparents once they've learned how to use FaceTime, you know, that sort of stuff, just to keep the parents, the grandparents connected as well because they're really struggling with the lack of contact. Yeah. Um, so doing these being really creative, like stuff like that. Um, have virtual catch-ups. We know a lot of kids actually Zooming their friends, so you have to monitor that a little bit. But, yeah. you know, at least they're still staying socially connected in this whole digital world. Um, so maintaining that connection, just, yeah, you can try all of those sorts of things. I think it's awesome. For sure. And with FIFO Focus, um, if people want to use you as a resource, can they yeah. contact you individually or is it more that your co that companies would um, contract you to come out and talk to 
everybody from the company. Yeah, they can contact us individually. So we focus yeah. on organisational work. Um, we also do teamwork as well in the organisation, but we can also just do group work with the, fa the families um, where we can just get together and have a, um, a training session or whatever. And definitely, of course, one-on-ones as well, whether you want to do it for just a normal check-in or a coaching or even counselling, because we do have uh, clinical psychologists and psychologists who can actually provide that one-on-one -on -one counselling. And this is where, if you want to do that and you don't want to go through the company, you go to see your GP yep. to get a care plan so you can actually get a Medicare rebate on the sessions as well, up to 10. So use it, it's available to you. You'd be mad not to. And I, I guess especially working in that industry, with my involvement in the mining industry, I've always been able to be at home. So I've been that mm. lucky. But I can imagine people who are like facing that two weeks away, they would be facing those challenges every day. So I'd definitely recommend coming to talk yeah. to them as well. Definitely. I've always said things like uh, for EAP, employee assistance programs, and even seeing a psychologist, it's like bunning for the brains. Like, you go out there and what we do is we, we give you tools. We don't fix your problems because we can't, we're not there to fix your problems. But you tell us what the situation is and we'll give you some tools that you can use to fix your own problems, which is more sustainable, right? So in the same way that you go to Bunnings to pick up whatever tools you need, you come to us and we'll give you some mind tools that you can use. For sure, for sure. And <laughs> another time I would love to chat to you about all the different things that you do offer there. At FIFO Focus, I mean, we've been um, focusing on COVID today because that's obviously the topic of the time. But if people want to get yeah. in touch with you and they want to talk more to you, what's the best way to get in contact there? So our website is um, fifofocus.com.au, but we are all over social media as well. So Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. What else is there? Oh. Snap! Don't do Snapchat. I can't Snapchat. The only thing I do with Snapchat is that whole filter thing, but <laughs> I don't need to do that. Um, yeah, so, so we are all over social media. A lot of people contact us just through Messenger as well. So if they have a quick, um, I need help with this, we can, we can do that. Yeah. Do you TikTok? I do not TikTok. <laughs> I made one and that was me done. <laughs> oh, maybe I will one day, but it will be a one-off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, what us adults do to all social media platforms, uh, the kids start it and then we come on and ruin it later on. So That is exactly what happens. <laughs> <we're not on. laughs> exactly. Well, you know, it's a great thing, I think. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Who would know? Who would That's know? That's it. But Sandra, thank you very much for coming on and chatting today. Really, really appreciate it. And all the best to you over this time as well. Uh, hopefully you and your family and everything are really safe. Yeah, thanks, Robbie. Yourself as well and all your listeners. Look after yourself and each other. Be self-compassionate and compassionate with others as well. Thank you once again to Sandra Lamb of FIFO Focus for joining us on episode two of the Mind Life podcast. If you want to check out more information about Sandra and FIFO Focus, head to the website fifofocus.com.au. Uh, we'll be back next week for episode three, so can't wait to chat with you then. In the meantime, if you could head to iTunes or to Google Play and leave us a positive review, that would be amazing and it's really helpful. Uh, also, you can follow us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, Mind Life Podcast, and we'll chat to you again next week. Have a great one. See ya.